Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 63, The Best Teachers Hold Energetic Space. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about how it's not necessarily the content that the teachers are sharing that creates transformation, but actually the energetic space and the teacher's capacity to hold it that actually creates miracles. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today is an episode all about the best teachers hold energetic space. So this is something that Tony and I teaching elementary school or middle school to high school, we didn't really understand it before, but it's been coming up a lot the past few years for me personally. What about you? It has been, and I've heard Lindsay talk about this a lot over the last eight years that we've been dating and married. And I understood what it meant at like a surface level, I realized over the years, because consciously we could take things in and be like, oh, I get that. But recently, I would say over the last like several weeks in particular, mm-hmm. and really this year, I've been understanding it, understanding this topic at a deeper level. And I realize as I'm reflecting on my life, I'm realizing that all the best teachers that I've ever had, they understood how to be all the way present and hold that energetic space. Yeah, and when you just said that, being all the way present and hold that energetic space, it made me think of The Art of Simple Living, the book, and um, this Zen monk, and I've brought it up in another episode, talks about when you're present, your full heart is opened up, and there's actual meaning, and I don't wanna ruin the name of, of the words that he used, but when someone is not opening up their heart, it means that they're not present. So when their heart is open, it's because they're fully present and that's how to heal your heart is to be fully present. That makes total sense. So like in an energetic way, it would make sense that you'd feel amazing when you're around certain teachers when they open up their heart to you. Right, because it's like when we're not present, it's like we're trying to escape our bodies Mm -hmm. because we are thinking about something that is bringing up fear or whatever it is. Yeah. So then it's like, yeah, of course our heart's going to be closed then. And then when we come back into our bodies and we're all the way present, think about the things that you're present for, where it's effortless for you. It's usually the things that you really love and that you enjoy. Automatically, it brings you to the present moment. And yeah, that makes sense. Your heart opens. And that's, I believe, that's what creates this energetic space is when our heart opens and we are able to connect to if you're teaching somebody one-on-one or coaching them one-on-one, or if you're just having a conversation with somebody one-on-one, you're able to connect with your heart, Mm -hmm. which allows that space to come around you. Yeah, it's funny because before we started this episode, I kept on getting the message and the nudge to get the book, but I didn't know why. Usually with these episodes, we just go, go with it, and I didn't even know I was gonna bring that up, but it just came out of me. And I wish I had the book so I could read that page, but that's all right. If those of you who watched our last podcast episode and heard me talk about, I picked the book literally up five, six times in a row and it had exactly mm-hmm. what I needed. Well, it just happened again today. Like yeah. I literally just picked, it was on our little uh, island in our kitchen and I literally picked it up off of there, opened it, it was at the perfect page. It's so funny how that happens. So going back to the energetic space and being all the way present, 
to where your art or to where your heart opens. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk more about like the energetic space. First, I want to say you don't have to be a teacher in the public school system, or you don't have to be a teacher online to be a teacher. Everyone, we talked about this. Everyone is a teacher. Everybody, every animal, every living thing is teaching us. Yeah, we're constantly learning every day. So that's the first thing that we want to say. Um, yeah, so if you think you're not a teacher because you're not teaching or you're not doing a coaching business or anything, if you have kids, if you have people in your life, you are a teacher. Mm-hmm. And if you're a human, you have people in your life. Yeah, I actually feel like teaching's more powerful when you're led and guided rather than told exactly what to do. Absolutely. And I feel like that's the energetic space is when we are present in the moment and we connect with the heart, we allow spirit to flow through us Mm -hmm. and guide the way rather than thinking, hmm, what does that mean? You know, all in our brain thinking about how can I help this person or what can I say? Well, no, we're all the way present. We open our hearts. We allow that space to come around us. And you could feel the space as you start to do this more, you could feel the space. So those of you that have kids, think about it. When you have your kids and you're going to the park or you're going wherever you're going, it could be tiring after a a while, right? Because you're holding that space. Like you're literally all of the space wherever your kids are at, you're literally holding that space. So keep in mind that we could effectively do this and we could do this ineffectively too. Yeah. And when you're holding space, this this term, this phrase has been thrown around for so long. And at first when I heard it, I was like, what the heck does that mean? And then I started to realize the more that I was in my power when it came to teaching um, about mediumship and that sort of thing, I heard students come to me and say, thank you for holding that space, that energetic space. And I'm thinking, what the heck am I doing? And I'm saying this in a way that's coming from a place of like, just being an outsider looking in. I think that's important to say too. Um, but I've recognized it with certain teachers. I would say Mavis Patilla, she holds this energetic space, this standard, this belief, this intention for us as a group where you actually feel safe when you're in class and she can share with you anything that comes up that could help you become a better medium or even a better person. And it's safe when you receive that. If you're in that mindset of receiving, it feels really, it's fine. She could say whatever it is, but coming from her, for me personally, it feels good to to listen to her because of the, the safe space that she creates. Absolutely, and that's great that you brought that up because if you are a teacher or if you have people in your life and you're gonna be holding space, and for sure if you are a teacher, like if you're like Lindsay and I and you're gonna be teaching in front of people or Um, doing retreats or whatever it is and you have to hold that space it's really important to think about like Lindsay just brought up think about the teachers that do it really well think about just think about the teachers that really help you learn very quickly well you'll start to see those common patterns that what Lindsay was describing with Mavis ideas just start to flow to you Mm -hmm. you feel safe in their bubble in their classroom if it's online, you feel safe in the online chat and you feel like uh, relaxed, your body is going to feel relaxed. You're going to start to get ideas that you normally wouldn't get because the space, the teacher that's holding the space, and keep in mind that you're part of this too. So even right. though, so Lindsay was at Mavis's um, event or her seminar type thing, training that mm-hmm. she was at, 
Lindsay was part of holding the space as well. So you're part of this as well. But obviously the leader is the person that really guides the energy and sets the tone. Exactly. You could go in with the same people in the class and they could have a different leader and there's a total different energy in that room or online in the classroom. So it's something to think about, the feeling that you feel. Now, of course, we all have, we all have our own stuff. So if you feel self-conscious or you feel scared, it doesn't mean that it's the teacher that's not holding the space. That's a common human thing that could come mm -hmm. up at some point during a class. But there is an energy that takes place when all of a sudden you are growing at a fast speed and you're thinking, what did they say or do that caused me to do this? Or was it just their presence alone? And sometimes teachers don't have to speak. They're almost in the background of your learning journey. And I feel like for me personally, I like to teach, but I also like to step back and guide from a distance and allow people to figure out certain things. It's like you kind of intuitively know when to go in into certain situations. So it's something to think about. So for those of you that are wanting to understand energetic space from a deeper perspective, I would say to look into quantum physics, to look into the law of vibration and the law of attraction, that way you understand that literally you're emitting a frequency, you're emitting an energy. So whatever that energy is on, whatever frequency the energy is on, it's going to affect everybody in the room. Yeah, exactly. Like students. So students, whether it's your spouse that's your student for the moment when you're talking to them or it's a child that's around them, it's emitting <laughs> something. That's true. Yeah, because I noticed that in the classrooms that when... I went into class and I was feeling really good and it affected the classroom yeah, the kids know. in a, such a powerful way compared to the opposite end of it. So this is huge to understand this and it goes even deeper than this too. Right. And when you just mentioned that, I just imagine when substitutes come in for the day and kids know the substitutes there, it's like the belief in the substitute isn't that powerful because they're not used to that class. So they're probably feeling nervous and they're thinking, oh, the kids better be good. And the kids are going haywire. That's exactly right. There's every once in a while, we all had a substitute that just had belief and they affected the classroom differently. Mm -hmm. We all could remember one, but most of them, absolutely, the class would just transform. <laughs> yeah, it could look like a different classroom. Look like a totally different classroom. So if you are a teacher now, understand that your students are giving you feedback about what the quality of space that you're holding. If you're constantly having problems or whatever you want to call label them, um, and it's a pattern that keeps going over and over, it's part of you, part of your ability, ability or inability to actually hold this space. So yeah. of course there's gonna be some students that they're not gonna like you no matter what you do, but it's you gotta be truth with, truthful with yourself and understand that it's, it's really a mirror to you. And that's exactly right there when you said there's some students that aren't going to like you. Humans. That's what it is. Humans. In your existence. You could be walking down the street and someone doesn't like the feeling of your energy. That could, that could come out of it. Um, so I think to look at it as a whole, you know, what's happening as a whole, too. That's important. And kind of tune back in. Absolutely. So should we leave them with a couple of tips on how to increase their ability to hold energetic space? Sure. All right, you wanna go first? <laughs> I would say the first one, if there's something within you that you're noticing is constantly going out into the universe and you're constantly getting certain feedback and it's one of those sensitive topics to kind of tune in there. And I could raise my hand and um, really 
talk about this from experience because that actually happened to me. There is a repetitive pattern that's come up and I have really good moments where I'm holding energetic space and then there's a certain moment where I take things personal outside of teaching, but it's more in my human life. And I found that I was actually having dreams releasing those moments. So it's almost like my subconscious mind was kind of filtering that out. So first I had to become aware of what was going on. So like Tony said, pay attention to the feedback, become aware and let the other things kind of unfold how they're supposed to. That's the first thing, because I right. feel like that frees up space. And I would say just to folk, keep it simple and focus on being all the way present with whoever you're talking to. And I feel like when we're present, we're in our power. Yeah. And when you're in your power and you're present, you automatically hold valuable energetic space. And you will start to notice more and more miracles actually happening all around you. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even need to say words. You're just there as an observer, as a listener, as a person just sitting, receiving. So that's just as powerful sometimes than actually talking. We hope this episode helped you and we will see you next time. We will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.